Hello, welcome to Tales from the Albright, a podcast by the Scranton Public Library. Hello, we are here with our final episode of 2022. Tales from the Albright has been going on for about a year and a half now, which seems absolutely wild. And I thought it would be interesting as we are coming to a close of another year to go back over the things that we have done here at the Scranton Public Library over the past year that have changed possibly look to the future to see more interesting things that are coming in the new year. And to do that, I interviewed Tina Thomas. She is the head of circulation and also helps establish a lot of the new programs that we have going on here. I hope you enjoy. Hi, we are here with Tina Thomas, who is the head of our circulation department. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So how has the past year been? Um, Fun. It's been fun. So uh, one of our biggest things, which you are a big part of with Mm -hmm. helping with this, is our brand new makerspace that we opened up in April of this past year. And we have been doing some great uh, programs with it, as well as having people come in for reservations and using our equipment, which... You um, have been helpful with. Yes, I've been trying. (laughs) You've been doing great. You've been doing great. The Cricut machine and the embroidery machine, which (laughs) the embroidery machine fights with you. It does. Um, (laughs) uh, And a lot of the heat press and the mugs. Mm -hmm. You make make some great mugs. Yes, I do enjoy the mugs. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's been it's been great. And, you know, just, you know, as we're closing up the the year, we're going to we're doing some holiday you know, programming with it now, and we're going looking forward to doing reservations mm-hmm. uh, for people to come in and use the space and starting in January again. Yes, I know. I think the last time I looked at our form that we fill out all the appointments in, yeah. I think there were about 40 that we've done since September yes. uh, for people that do not work here. Yes. So for reservations that yes. came in just to use the equipment, yeah, we, we had about 40, 40 plus um, reservations. Uh, and we kind of opened that up somewhere in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but all, all together with our programming and reservations, we probably have served about 150 people. Which is yeah. fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah, it's yes. wonderful. And I, thank you to the Scranton Area Foundation for the grant. To, to make that happen. Yes, so. I know every single Maker Monday is essentially filled yes. within an hour of yes. it going on. Yes, yeah, actually, in Maker Monday, was something we did start uh, just this uh, last two Maker Mondays, which happened, you know, once a month, uh, we added a second class. So we have an afternoon class now um, mm-hmm. at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and then we have an evening class on the very same day. So we wanted to make sure we have more space for people to come and attend that class. But yeah, that's our popular. Yes. Our last one, our last Maker Monday, which is our November one, had 28 um, people in the evening class. And we had about um, 10 people come in in the afternoon. So. That's still fantastic. It Especially great. with like yes. everyone back at school and yes. people having more limited time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's it's a lot of fun. And they have the people that come to the Maker Monday class, they, they really enjoy it and love to see the things that I come up with. And yes. I'm like, I'm not that creative. <laughs> Thank you, Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, no, that, that's our very, very popular class. So what do we have coming up for the new year? Oh, for the new year. So um, Library of Things. That is something that we just started working on and we do have, hope to have it out at the very beginning of the year. And the Library of Things is a... Um, a collection of things. So we have things uh, like a ukulele, uh, uh, tire pressure, a portable tire pressure uh, inflator, and 
knitting looms and even uh, some knitting things, soap making kit. We've got lots of different things that are coming and we're looking forward to it. It also goes along with um, hotspots. So we had a hotspot, but we are bringing in four hotspots um, with the Library of Things. We also have Roku uh, players that are coming um, uh, with that as well, so we can lend those out. And, and they're free to borrow with your library mm-hmm. card. Do you want to talk more about the hotspots just because people might not know what that means? Yes. So the hotspots is a portable uh, Wi-Fi connection that you can borrow with your library card, take it home, and then allows you to get on the internet if you don't have access to the internet at home. Which is extremely helpful. It is. It is. We have... Uh, we had one of them, but um, unfortunately, we had to buy four more, yeah. um, which are coming. So we're really excited about that. But it was uh, somebody that lived in a rural area that didn't have a good internet connection there used it, and they were able to use it. I believe they were using it for a class they were they were taking. So and it's great just yes. to you know use it if you don't have access to the internet at home or if you're even going on vacation. Yeah, I was just thinking if you're going camping in the woods, often campsites will not have any sort of internet. Yes, as long as you have cell service. There's cell service (laughs) because it's based off of uh, cellular data. So, yeah, as long as you have that, you'll be able to access the internet. Very exciting. Yeah, Yeah, so you can camp it in the woods and, and, you know, surf in the internet too. (laughs) Get some books and get the Wi-Fi. Get the Wi-Fi, yeah. Have books. You can download download movies. Yeah, there's many things you can do with that. Say they're around the campfire. It'll be nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the other things I know we talked about some of the things that we did this year is our YA programming. So we are really excited to have a new staff member on Brianna. You've had, they probably heard her through the podcast. Yes, yeah, she's been on the podcast yes, a bunch. Yes. So <laughs> she has been fantastic. She is our young adult librarian, and she has really developed our YA program. That it seemed like it took off right from her very first program. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also developing um, our collection, kind of getting that up to date and getting it organized as well as you know making sure we have like all the latest books and she also was instrumental thanks again to another Scranton Area Foundation grant for a teen um, lounge that uh, will be kicking off uh, next year at the beginning of the year in January so yeah so our young adult program we were happy to see that come back here at our library and and be uh, you know kick right out the door you know having all everybody yes. you know attend the, the groups and the meetings and stuff so it's fun and the new tea lounge is very pretty it's yes. very nice um it is it'll be in the basement of children's mm-hmm. and it has all sorts of posters and yeah. bean bags and yeah, fun chairs the, uh, uh what's that the oculus? The, yes yeah, the virtual switch mm-hmm. for game nights and some board games too and she's got lots of great things planned for that yeah, so if you are a teen or you know teens or you're a parent of teens, keep yes. that in mind yes. for something they can do after school and yeah. get involved in the community and have fun. And I do know that she's thinking about doing even like a homework study night, you know, one night a week. Which so will be great. Yeah, teens can come in and just use the, the lounge to work on schoolwork. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then what I know for the circulation department outreach and helping get books and resources and DVDs in people's hands as a major part. What is coming up regarding that in the new year? This past year, we've been working on developing our collections that we, we put together collections that you can set, we send to daycares, senior living facility. Our children's library does a lot of focusing on 
the uh, daycares and the schools <laughs> where our library, we do a lot for the senior uh, senior facilities. Like So some of the local senior apartment buildings will get collections from us and they have an activities uh, area and they have our books that their residents can borrow. Um, not just books, but they take DVDs and CDs mm-hmm. and just whatever we have in our collection, they can, they can also take um, and have in their kits, which they could borrow for eight weeks. And we actually will deliver to them and then we'll pick up and drop off a new collection for them. Um, the other, one of the other things that we have is the home delivery service, which uh, as we move into the winter months, it's gonna become much more popular, especially when we have snowstorms. Um, yes. All you have to do is when you're placing a, a hold on our library website, um, just select home delivery and your item will automatically uh, mail to you. And then all you have to do is just drop it off in a drop box uh, when it's due. That has become something that's growing a little bit by by little. And then we also have our books by mail services, which is another outreach service that we provide to people that are unable to get to the library because they're physically handicapped or or legally blind. So we provide uh, free delivery back and forth for that one. So it has, it works a little different than our home (laughs) delivery service. So you have to sign up for that program, but um, our outreach, you know, we, we try to make sure that we we get things in people's hands, yes. whether you can get to the library or not. We, we try to get to you. Mm-hmm. So. And also with the winter months, there is a puzzle collection, which I know I'm starting to go back into. And then all of the board games and yes. video games as well. Um, just as a reminder that we also have those here. <laughs> yes. And, and actually, I just got done ordering and we're waiting for them to come in. Some new puzzles, video games. Oh, exciting. Up our collection. So, yeah, they're coming. Yeah. So board games, too. There's a couple board games, some new releases that we ordered. Mm-hmm. So, but. Yeah, they're they're coming. Yeah, so it's exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah. yeah, the puzzles, the puzzles are fun, especially you know we kind of take the puzzles and board games during the summer months, mm-hmm. and we don't kind of showcase them that much because during the summer people are usually looking for things outdoor activities. Mm-hmm. But now as we get more into the winter months, we we have them and they, they circulate much. You know, people are, are looking yeah. for them. So. Everyone wants to be inside, cocooned in a blanket. Yes, drinking yes. some warm beverage, yes. <laughs> like, listening to their audiobook. Yes. Or, <laughs> downloaded reading an audiobook or their book that something they got from the library yeah audiobooks are perfect for building puzzles too oh yeah because then you can Two things at home. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have something to occupy your hands while yep. you're listening yep same thing for this podcast yes, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so. i do both well thank you you're for agreeing welcome. to be on this you're um, welcome anytime Thank you again to Tina for agreeing to be interviewed for this episode. As I mentioned, the podcast has been going on for about a year and a half now. We are currently at 52 episodes, which is absolutely wild considering that this was started as a project that came out of the COVID-19 pandemic closures and just wanting to be able to share library information with people. Since the beginning of the podcast, we are almost at 3,000 listens overall, which is absolutely amazing. And I would like to thank everyone for listening. I would like to thank everyone that has agreed to be interviewed for the podcast and join me in book discussions and discussions about the history and different items in our collection that have taken place over the past two years. As a final wrap up, I did ask the staff of the Scranton Public Library what their New Year's resolutions were. So I am just going to read off a few of them now. We had one response that was they wanted to get fit and glamorous and be able to wear a revenge dress like Princess Diana to her son's wedding. Another staff member replied and said that they're increasing their goal from reading 40 books to 50 books in 2023. They also want to focus on being more present and stop overthinking and planning and just live in the moment. 
moment, especially with how busy their lives have gotten. Another staff member said that their personal goal was to continue working on their Masters of Library Science and focus on hobbies of puzzling and reading and having fun in the new year. A few other people replied back saying that they didn't have one yet and they're working on formulating what their resolution would be. As for myself, I think my new year's resolution for 2022 is to teach myself embroidery by hand. I mentioned in the Benedict Cumberbatch book episode that I enjoyed doing needlework. I've mostly only done cross stitch, so I think it'd be fun to expand into embroidery. And I have a book at home and I have the materials. I just need to sit down and do it. And I think that's what it is going to be my New Year's resolution, as I can't think of anything else right now. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Tales from the Albright over the course of this past year. I am hoping to bring the podcast back the first week of February. So keep an eye out for announcements and different information that comes out from the library. If you have any suggestions on things I should do for the next season or just comments or thoughts at all, feel free to email me at aloney at albright.org. That is A-L-O-N-E-Y at albright.org. Or you can feel free to call the library at 570-348-3000. Thank you. Thank you.